Hello, and welcome to That Park Live Podcast. I don't know why Beth is laughing at me, but we're going to move on. I am Greg. I feel like <laughs> I'm Beth. I feel like you were just really distracted, and you're like, what am I doing? Hello, I'm <laughs> supposed to be introing right now. Okay. I um, just wanted to point out, pop, uh, contrary to popular belief, I do not play any of these guitars behind me. Oh, yes. Like, we got all the guitars out. I don't know how to play any of them. It's fun. I mean, if everyone, you know, no one can see, but just behind <laughs> Beth, there's just a sea of guitars. Um, I am. Can I tell you, I'm super excited about today. Me too. Because uh, Beth and I have both been following our guests for a while, and uh, but before we get I'm to them, stalking them, I won't say who. No, it's I just accidentally saw them on the road. Okay, listen. So um, before we bring them in and get to chatting, I want to make sure we talk about some upcoming episodes because next week we're going to be doing the haunting of Walt Disney World. So Ooh. we've been doing some research and finding some. I'm going to say maybe ghost stories or things because mm-hmm. it ghost is stories. It's, it's you know we it's don't spooky know season. What's real. We don't know what's real, but we know it's spooky. Yes. And then after that is our 100th episode. And uh, using this opportunity, this milestone opportunity to talk about some things. Um, I did in our in our uh, fall 2020 survey, one of the questions I included was, what do you all want to hear when we do our 100th episode? And uh, more than one person, which is enough for me to say, okay, <laughs> asked for a Disney potpourri. That's where we just talk about random things that don't mm-hmm. normally fit into a category. And I've got some ones that I know that I've never shared before. And uh, I'm excited about it. And they also were maybe requesting some of our backstory and how we got here and traveling down memory lane a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're also going to be launching a series of giveaways that I've been teasing a little bit here and there. Our patrons have already seen photos of uh, yep. of what we'll be giving away. We got a whole Lots bunch of, of stuff. Lots of treats. No treats, yeah. just treats. Yes. And uh, to enter, and we'll talk about it as we go on, but you know, there'll be some that are just for our Instagram account following and some just you have to listen to uh, to win. So keep your ears peeled if that's a thing. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention that Nicole and I did something for the first time a couple days ago. We did dinner at the Allen Compass restaurant at at the at the what Compass? Allen Compass. At the Allen Compass. <laughs> did, did I say it with real, an accent? You went real New York there, but it's okay. <laughs> we all have our moments. At Disney's Yacht Club Resort. Was it good? How there. was it? I've been there for breakfast. Um, I haven't been there for dinner. Nicole and I both got the exact same thing: the Vermont Cheddar Burger, because I just we were both in the mood for burger. You and your burgers, man. Yeah, You're all well, about the burgers. They um that and they they can easily make that gluten free for Nicole and some, you know gluten free bun and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. I mean, don't get me wrong. We went there and got burgers, right? So it's not like I'm, I can review it as a, as a full yeah. culinary experience, but we like the atmosphere there. The, the decor, the vibe was cool. We kind of got seated in our own little area for whatever reason. So like it was kind of quiet and we were at a table for at least six, but it was just the two of us. So like we were able yeah. to spread out. They wanted to make sure you could socially distance, uh, from each other. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, yeah, that too. The food well, was good. Did you get dessert? Did you the, get we didn't do a dessert cause we were headed to Epcot after. And like, I wanted to save some space in my belly. For uh, you, for some stuff. What'd you get? What'd you get at Epcot? Um, I wound up not getting anything, but I saved. Okay. I I was prepared to you saved room for dessert, but yeah. you didn't get dessert. Um, two things. Um, before I talk about Epcot, one the the meal came with steak fries, which are excellent because they're a little bit different. Not your typical Disney fries, which was cool. Um, I would absolutely go again. I would probably try something else, maybe something a little more, uh, fun than a burger. I will tell you that while we were at Epcot, we did not get a dessert, but we ran into one half of the mouselets. Mouselet uh-huh. 1 was there. We actually never saw Mouselet 2. She was in the park, but she was basically avoiding her sister. I thought and, there was uh, three of them. There's three, but there were two when there were All two right. traveling okay. on this one, particular one trip. One of the three. Okay. One and two. So we got a, <laughs> a, a quick opportunity to, to chat real quick. Sorry, I'm feeling like I'm giving you a bunch of crap today, but you know today it's, it's literally every day. It's just because you get to go to Disney every day now and I don't get to go at all this year. I mean, not this year, not this whole year, but the rest of the year. Speaking of going to Disney all the time, <laughs> um, that's what cast members get to do. And this is a cast really? member chat episode. Mm-hmm. So maybe now yes, it's yeah. time to bring in our extra special guests, uh, Peyton and John. Hello. Welcome. Hey, hey Greg. Hey, hey, Beth. How are you? Um, welcome. Yeah, welcome. I know we mentioned like quickly before we started recording. And then again, as we are recording here, that we're excited to chat. Listen, I've got I've got a list. So I hope you guys have a few minutes. OK, he does have a list. I'm usually the one that's real chatty. But I was like, I feel like Greg is at 100 today. And he's. <laughs> going for it so i'm gonna kind of sit back and relax here and just listen Maybe well here's I'll the thing a so bit, but. um you i've been we've uh beth and i have both been following you for a while and you're back on our radar more importantly for the cards for cast that you're doing we're definitely going to talk about that in a minute 
Um, I have to go back in time to talk about your do-it-yourself jungle cruise in your pool. We're going to talk about it. Um, I do want to talk about your your generally epic Halloween costumes and some of the other decorations that I can see in this camera right now. You have a whole bunch of stuff that I kind of want to make sure we talk about, of course. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know how uh, my husband and I got sucked in, Mm -hmm was the like home tours i i don't know if it was when you guys first moved into this place how long have y'all been in this current place a little over four years now i i literally think it's been that long i feel like it was when y'all first moved in there and you were just decorating everything and doug and i were like i mean geez like <laughs> come on we're like oh where can we find that i don't know oh man like we were just seeing all kinds of stuff and so then we just kind of got sucked in so i feel like it's been four years i think since we've been following you guys look at oh. that we're Beth and I, I are, fan, are fangirling hard today, and we're so I sorry. I know we are. Well, embarrassing you guys myself. Just do so much stuff because you travel everywhere. You have a airstream. I'm like, is there anything you guys don't do? Jeez, <laughs> save some coolness for the rest of us. I'm only four foot eleven, so I don't play basketball. Okay, like good. I can view that as off limits for me. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess Four. I at least have that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do want to talk about your time, of course, as cast members. Um, I uh, There are so many interesting things I think you all have done, and I'm excited to talk about it. One thing I didn't ask ahead of time, so not to put you on the spot, but um, I would love to have you guys play a game, a Disney-centric, uh, basically attraction-based kind of trivia game. Yeah, so we, we can see... make everyone play a game. A lot of times Greg's like, I forgot to tell him, but whatever. I did They're going to tell you. So <laughs> this is your warning. World, so this is your right. warning. Don't be worried. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Um, but first, before everything else, um, we we like to know a little bit about your background and, and basically how you guys met and where your love for Disney came from. For sure. Um, so I think, well, both of us, we've been going to Disney with our families for years from DVC members to just annual pass, nonstop vacations. We lived in Pennsylvania. Um, we actually went to the same exact high school, oh. but I graduated a couple of years before Peyton. So I was going out as she was coming in. Mm-hmm. Did y'all know so each other? We did not know no. each other oh, passing until end of college. Okay. And uh, we met and it was, you kind of like, it was like an alumni thing. Like, oh, what, what high school did you go to? Oh yeah. Hey, me too. So you just kind of yeah. found yeah. each other. Um, yeah, we had a we had a, a mutual friend in our who became our best man. Yeah, I was like, how um, did you not like cross paths? Was like, oh yeah, that's like my you should know my friend's little brother or little sister or whatever. <laughs> well, it's funny because I I knew of John um, because I saw him in his high school production. He played Lafu in Beauty and the Beast, and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like I want to be on stage at Parkland High School where we went to high school mm-hmm. um, when I grow up, right? Uh, and so, and then I saw Peyton in the shows when she was in school because you always go back and see yeah. the you know see the spring musical. Yeah. So I oh knew gosh, I'm loving this story. I'm loving this origin. <laughs> but we never really talked. We never yeah. like. So it wasn't until there was a, as he mentioned, a, an alumni event. Um, it's called the Freddie Awards. It's it's like the Tony Awards for high school theater. Okay. And it sounds like it's this little thing, but it's actually um, quite big in our area. It's like area. a big deal. Okay. okay. And cool. so we we're helping out at the event. You sort of gravitate to the folks in your school. And, um, you know, I, I was talking to our best man, just friends at the time saying, hey, like, I really like this John guy. He, I think, was saying, I really like this Peyton girl. And I finally, uh, we went on a date. And then a year later, um, he proposed to me at that event on on live television. So I oh, couldn't what? Say yep. So oh um, it was... It. It was amazing, though, and we were surrounded by our family and friends in that moment. And um, and you know, the rest was really history. We we ended up getting married at Disney the next year because mm-hmm. uh, it was just it was a no brainer, right? Mm-hmm. We've we've loved Disney our whole lives. He had worked, and we'll talk more about that for Disney in a college program before we ever met. Um, and then it wasn't until we were about we were married for six months. I was working full time in Pennsylvania as a um, digital marketer. I love my job. I love the company I worked for, but I wasn't working for Disney. Mm-hmm. And I had also just graduated um, six months prior as well. So I knew my time was running out if I wanted mm-hmm. to do uh, the college program or a professional internship. And um, that sort of propelled our journey to, I started applying. I thought, oh, this will never happen or it won't go anywhere. And then I got uh, one of the professional internships. So we we made our we made our journey down south from there permanently, and here we've been for nice. uh, five years. See, now I thought I'd be putting you on the spot by asking if you wanted to play a trivia game. Meanwhile, John proposed <laughs> to you with a camera on you, so I guess I you have some experience with this. You'll be okay, I think. I think you'll it's be okay. Really 
<laughs> so, uh, John, you are, I think Peyton mentioned for you that you did a uh, college, program. college program. What did you do yeah. for your college program? I did back in 2007. I started at the All-Star Movies Food yeah, Court. Oh, how how did that go in your most so uh, politically correct words? Because I, food and beverages, <laughs> food and beverages is, is its own thing, I, yeah. I've heard. It is a tough department, that yes. is for sure. But like Peyton said, we have this love for Disney that mm-hmm. we always wanted to be cast members. So yeah. as much as some college program students may be like, oh, that was kind of a really crappy role. I really enjoyed it. Okay. I, that experience that that just putting on that name tag meant so much. So I had a wonderful college program experience, so much so that I came back the following semester, went full time. I auditioned for Jungle Cruise back years ago when you had to audition for jungle cruise and uh i stayed for like a good four or five years just in circles on the jungle cruise it was fantastic i have to ask because i think ultimately in life i would love i would love to be a jungle cruise skipper okay but the real the the thing that's you would be a nightmare (laughs) i'd be a nightmare (laughs) you would you would slip in like your own things i think and it would be like oh you can't say that greg no when i'm on stage i behave but um, the thing about it is it's the weather. I, I could never, I would never survive, but yeah. I just love the idea of having a new audience, like basically every, I don't know, a couple yeah. of minutes, right? But yeah. I'm sure that there were some boats that were wild compared to others. Cause I feel like when I'm on a, on a, when I'm on the boat, when I'm on the jungle cruise, I'm laughing the loudest. It's Nicole, my wife, yeah. like we're just, we're LOLing. So I'm assuming you love that. Like, have you ever just had oh, someone like just totally like crack up laughing? We've had people rolling, like <laughs> literally on the floor. Just like dying, like especially like the first visits. Like you think of the families on vacation and grandpas in the back, and uh, this is gonna be whatever. And he's the one who's belly laughing. Make me laugh, kid. Yeah, (laughs) but I made an audition when we were dating early on to find YouTube videos of him. (laughs) No. Uh, Doing the Jungle Cruise feel because it was just so fun, and I I never unfortunately got to see him perform in that role. But um, you know, as we've been, we did our at home Disney projects. I know that he's you know would have been. Yeah. Amazing. It's like riding a you never forget it. Once (laughs) a skipper, always a skipper. Do you have a favorite joke? Do you have a favorite joke? Oh goodness. I loved um the the sandstone. It's on it's on the right side of the boat, just past the elephants, like you're heading towards the African veldt, and you say, over here to our right, we uh, this large rock formation uh, is is actually sandstone. Most people do take it for granted. Yeah, love it. You know, that joke's kind of crummy, but it certainly <laughs> is one of our bolder attractions. And you can just go on, and it's like, yeah, oh no, please stop. But I thought it was great. I yeah. thought. It was I mean, it makes sense that you remember the the times when people were laughing, but like what goes through your head when you're looking around and it's just crickets? Like you could just tell like, because you know, sometimes I really think guests don't even know that you're telling jokes, right? Like they're, it's just not clicking for them. Mm-hmm. They're either so wrapped up in the photos and the videos yeah. and the family shots on the boat. And uh... I actually have a funny story about that. I brought um, a coworker of mine. He's from Uruguay. Um, it was his first time in Disney and you know, he speaks Spanish and English, but certainly not English as his first language. And he wasn't laughing at all. And by the end, I said, oh, like, did you understand the jokes? I know, like, with puns and things, it's sometimes hard to translate. He's like, he's like, no, I understood them all. They just were not funny. <laughs> that, to me, was the funniest joke of the whole night. You're like, it's the whole, sh- it's the whole bit for the ride. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny because it's so cheesy. Right, exactly. exactly. I, my favorite is when people go off, off script because, I, just because it's like, when you've written it so many times, you know mm-hmm. kind of what to expect. So when people start going off script, you're like, oh, Oh, there's yeah. like other, other stuff going on. I really need to pay attention here. Yeah, I like to catch them when they're in a mood. Sometimes, like, oh, this is going to be a good cruise because yeah. you can tell this person's been here. They're on there. They've been force extended. You can tell they're a little upset. Yeah, so this, this is going to be a good jungle cruise. I know. Whenever there's a new joke, I mean, that gets us because to your point, we've we've written it so many times yeah. as guests and as cast members. So to hear something new, um, it kind of wakes you up a little bit, and you're like, I haven't heard that one yeah. before. I always want to yeah. try to steal it. I. I try to tell Jungle Cruise jokes to my team to, you know, lighten things up, especially now um, we're all working from home um, and they don't think I'm funny. I, <laughs> I like to pretend that they're all on mute, but I know that they're just not laughing. You're like, do you all speak English? Or- <laughs> yeah, they do, unfortunately for me. <laughs> so, John, I'm looking at this list uh, of roles that you've had and, and we talked about Jungle Cruise. You did also do something for a now defunct attraction over at Hollywood Studios, Lights, oh, yes. Motors, Actions. What'd you do over there? 
Yeah, I was a, I was a theater host, just an attractions host. Uh, I would load the guests in and out of the theater, you know, take care of safety elements and stuff. Okay. And it was an excellent show. I, I yeah. loved it. it was so loud, though. Oh, my yeah. God. We would stand there at the ends of the rows with uh, ear, um, safety earplugs in our ears from the cycles going by and the cars going by nonstop. It was really a, it was really a fun attraction to work at. And um, I was there for a short time because then it closed right away. And yeah. they sent me right over to Toy Story Mania where I learned how to rack up my score awesomely. No, here's <laughs> so, the thing. I still haven't mastered it. I haven't mastered like, it either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just tell me one. Just tell me one thing. And he's like, so he told me one thing. And then I, I was doing it and he got so mad at me because he's like, oh, you couldn't overcome it. You like, I couldn't even do it because you weren't doing that. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Is it to the point, John, where people just don't like going on the ride with you because it's just not, yeah, Peyton's shaking her head. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I still play and everything, but sometimes I'm like, should I even bother? Should I, I know. I get it. Show? I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Yeah. So, so here's what you should do then is just try to sabotage him as best you can. Well, that's, that's the new goal, right? <laughs> the trouble with the game is it's actually if you work together, mm-hmm. um, you'll score better, score. right? So yeah. like those things, I'm like, fine, I'll make the sacrifice so you could get the top four power. <laughs> you just know where that came from. You couldn't have done it without me. Exactly. Now, are you guys better at Toy Story Mania or Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin? Um, I did do Buzz Lightyear the other day, and I scored in the high 700,000s, which is basically, basically, if you're not Galactic Hero, it's a disappointment. That's the level that yeah, I put on myself, I, right? I'm terrible at Buzz Lightyear. Those <laughs> guns are not legit. They are not. I don't think there's anything coming out of this. Like, I don't know where my laser is. I don't see anything. This is terrible. I don't even try on that one. But Toy Story Mania, I do try really hard. We'll have to get together. We'll practice. We'll, uh, please, please. We'll, we'll take care of you guys. Get okay. all of the, I want all of the tips. You know, all of them. I, but see, it's even if I don't score well, I think it's a really fun game. Like I love oh, going on. We we did an after hours like event there. You said that's your favorite. Like, yeah, I think that might be my favorite attraction, only because of the rewritability. I think because yeah. it's different. Like I just I I think it's such a fun time. John, what else did you do over in? And I don't want you to think we're ignoring you, Peyton. I I'm I'm excited to talk about some of your roles too. John, but I, I want to tell us more about the, you. The spotlight's on John for a moment. Um, what else did you do in Hollywood Studios? I see something, uh, something with Star Wars related stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, to go back just a little, so at Studios, yeah. I had a very good run at Lights Motors Action Extreme Stunt Show. Then I went over to Toy Story Midway Mania. Okay. After which, I headed over to Animal Kingdom to be a, a safari. Oh, uh, okay. We're at Kilimanjaro Safaris. So from food and beverage to attractions, I, I'm loving, I love my Disney journey, mm-hmm. but my, my, my dream, my forever, my dream since I was a little kid coming to Disney is I wanted to dance in the shows and parades at Disney world. Okay. And I auditioned time and time again, you know, just wasn't the right time. Wasn't what they were looking for. No big deal. You know, kept the dream up and going. And after Kilimanjaro safaris, my dream came true. And I was cast into Walt Disney World Entertainment, cool. and it was the most—it was the the best thing ever. So much so that, like, actually, I, w- I went to you know several auditions here and there, and there was an audition a particular night, and Peyton's like, "Oh my gosh, you should go! They're 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 looking for guys your height. Go!" And I'm like, "Peyton, I worked all day. I'm exhausted. I have a hole in my shirt. I literally <laughs> have a hole, and you know." You're done with work. You're exhausted. You're sweaty. You're gross. Yeah. And like, just go, just go. And I'm like, all right. I go, I take my number. They give you a number. And I put it on the hole in my shirt. And uh, I got it. They, I got cast and hired the following day, actually. And my Hollywood Studios journey continued when I opened Pixar Live. Oh. It was a show over. It was at Theater of the Stars where Beauty and the Beast plays mm-hmm. or did play. And uh, that was my first show at Disney. And then from there, parades and shows just kept stacking on after. And it was dream after dream. I'm so thankful, so blessed for all of it. Do you have a favorite entertainment role that you've done? Yes, for sure. Uh, So over at the Magic Kingdom, they do the Move It, Shake It, Mouska, Dance It parade. Well, right before it, it was Move It, Shake It, Dance and Play It. There's been so many versions. We just call it My Thai for short. Yep. My Sai, My Sai Kai, um, probably my favorite, my favorite, favorite show. Um, just so fun because it's it still has that parade element, but then mm-hmm. it's also a show stop in front of the castle. Yeah. So I'm sorry, a castle as your backdrop yeah. for your show, you can't beat that. Yeah. 
and the guests join right in. They they see you coming down the street and they just want to come out into the street and dance with you. Get yeah. that high five. Get that fist bump. You know. Mm-hmm. I've seen some photos of you out there in the in the Maasai parades on stilts, and I just I just have a lot of questions. Okay, first of all, um, what's it like to be that tall, uh, Peyton? Do you wish you had stilts in everyday life? Because I feel like there there's a height disparity between you you and John in general. <laughs> there is, and I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures of us together when he's on stilts, no. but that disparity becomes even it's, greater. It's funny, comical, yeah. So you're out there dancing on stilts. Just please tell me what's going through your mind. Because listen, when I'm walking with my own bare feet, my my feet are falling into the trolley track. Okay, so like you're on stilts. Yeah. Like how, what's going on? Yeah. How do you avoid the trolley track? The trolley tracks are actually quite terrifying. Okay. Personally, uh, the 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 base of my stilts is the exact width of the yeah. trolley track. It fits in like a glove. Oh, like gosh. literally, I don't know who measured it, but said, <laughs> let's make sure these are exact. Um, and it is like a good two to three inch drop. If your foot was slow in it, you know, it throws you off a little bit. And those are three foot tall stilts. So I'm five, eight. So add an extra three feet up there. So as soon as one stilt falls in, your heart stops. You're fine. As long as it happened to you. Yes, it has. It has for sure. Uh, right by the Emporium, right as you're rounding that bend. Oh man. Firehouse. I have never fallen though. On stage. On stage. Okay. On stage. <laughs> oh, gosh. You go through like a stilt boot camp, like a stilt yeah, what frame. is that like when you fall? Like, how do you, fall. how do you even fall gracefully when you do that? You're, uh, there's a there's a safety way where you like you roll into it. Okay. And um, unfortunately, when you fall, you, you, you try to remember all your, your safety training, of I course. Is, if you fall on stage, is there any getting back up? Absolutely. All of the performers in the parade are trained to pick us back up and get us oh, back. Okay. On. Okay. I'm like, Cause my question is, is how do you put those things on to begin with? We have a very tall bench, okay. like a very, very <laughs> tall like on a platform and you, yeah, okay. you climb up and you put your stilts in and they're strapped on with a little strap and you put them on safely and you get your costume on and uh, you head out, you head out to the show. I think that's awesome. I just, I think it must be so cool because you're, you stand out, right? You're on stilts. So people are watching you. I think that's such a cool, such a cool way. Well, One, first of all, say, that's a cool role to be working in, right? Like that's, I think that's such yeah. a cool thing. It is a very cool, very I cool wanna, role. I want to say that Doug and I saw you at some point. I'm pretty sure it was the Christmas parade. We were sitting, we were like, that's Johnny's world. We were like so excited <laughs> about it because we, you know, it's the Christmas parade. And Christmas. that is one of my favorite photos of you on your Instagram thing. Um, oh my yeah, god! Where the snow's coming down, I'm like, what a shot, man! What a <laughs> I shot. love it so so much. Friends so of mine great. grabbed it. There's there's so many like really great Disney photographers that come and they just do yeah. practice shots on yeah. performers. Yeah. We're always moving, like, and they just mm-hmm. build their skills and they send them to us for free and they say, hey, share it if you want, tag me. Yeah. And they're so kind to us. Oh and my I god! Mean, I feel like rollerblading on Main Street. Like, what's more fun than that? <laughs> that? That was really fun, and that was my first Christmas parade ever. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, well, I, my first parade was boo to you that season. Okay. I did Halloween into Christmas, which was, okay. n- I did not see Peyton very much that year. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I was single for, <laughs> <laughs> she started crocheting. Oh, very Disney, basically. Yeah. But, um, well, here's a question about parades. I have a question about parades. What sure. is like the, cause we, we actually have a good friend that is a cor- she's a choreographer down there for entertainment. Awesome. Um, and she does some of the parades and stuff. And I'm like, so what does practice look like for something like that? Yeah, well, think think of a parade is broken up into all little units. Like every float has a couple dancers and performers in front of it and behind it. That is one unit. So separate it and you train and you rehearse and you practice with just your unit. And then at nighttime, after the park closes, they kind of piece it together. So it's the parade or show is just one big puzzle piece broken up into scene okay. or units. You've seen those shots where they transform the magic kingdom from Halloween into Christmas mm-hmm. um, for the holidays. It's like that really fast shot of yeah. the overnight during all of that happening. That is when he's rehearsing. So that's really when I didn't see him for so long because yeah. he, would, he was in the Halloween parade at night and then would continue on to through rehearsals until about five in the morning when I was about getting up and going to work that day. So that's the kind of schedule it would be. <laughs> it, it is so fun, but there's like a moment where you're like, what choreography am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who am I today? 
I did you're like waking it up and they're like, you're not on rollerblades today. You're in the Halloween yeah. parade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have one last parade question. Then we'll stop talking about parades. And then I want to get into all the cool stuff that Peyton does um, or has done. But I just, specifically with the Move It, Shake It parades, as a guest, I'm just sweaty, right? So you're out there literally moving no. and shaking. How are you surviving? Um, <laughs> we have sweatbands. Okay. And we have roll caps on that will catch most of your sweat. Okay. Um, don't put sunscreen on your forehead because it will run into your eyes oh. and burn like crazy. Um, our costume designers at Disney really take in consideration the heat and stuff. So a lot of our fabric breathes very, very well. Good. Okay. So we may have sweatbands with us on our wrists. We may have certain costume pieces that are made to grab just that little bit of sweat off your face. Okay. Um, there's a lot of stamina involved in it, though, as well. I mean, as you can imagine, he's he he trains like an athlete. They all do. Um, and so I I've seen that, you know, in your athletic prowess and just, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I don't know how as living here this long, yeah. Yeah, I could do that. And then I see him out there and I'm sweating myself. And yeah, it's amazing. Well, good I for you. I look at it and I'm like, how bad are they sweating? And then, and then half the time they're not. And I'm like, you can't even see them sweating. Like, I would be dripping. <laughs> but I guess it is like you, if you practice, you live in the, I mean, you live in the climate, right? So you're a little used to the climate. But sure. I guess when you practice this stuff and when you really think about how long the parade route is, you're like, I mean, they're doing this a long time. Mm -hmm. like, it's not just this quick, like, oh, we're just going to go through. It's like, no, they stop every like, 20 feet and do the same little thing and yeah. it's a long time to get to the like the front yeah when you see the liberty square bridge you start feeling real good uh we just call it the bridge because that's that's the halfway point if yeah. you start at the mountain and you end but then right right when you get to starbucks you're like Oof. all right yeah. uh, i still got the whole Whole way yeah. to go. We're almost there. I can see it. We're almost there. I, I can just see it. But then you see right. some kid that you're making their day, and oh, it's yeah. just like dressed up in in your costume from your unit, or you know, birthday buttons, and you have that moment to say happy birthday, and they're like, oh, they yeah, talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. must love that. I mean, I lo I'm an I'm an adult. I still love it, so I get it that a kid loves it. Um, all right, let's switch gears a little bit because uh, looking at uh, what you've done so far with Disney, Peyton, it seems like most of your stuff happens to be backstage. But by the way, your being a traditions facilitator is potentially a dream of mine. So we're going to talk about that, but um, we'll get there. So I want to start with, a dream. Well, I'll talk about why it's potential in a minute. Okay, but okay. Um, you mentioned earlier that you started out by doing a professional internship. So what, what is that like? If you can walk us through, because it's a little bit different than just doing like a typical college program thing, right? Exactly. So uh, the professional internship program is more based on uh, the career path you're looking to take. So uh, I started applying as a marketing major for marketing type roles. And uh, I got the six month internship at uh, Disney Floral and Gifts in the, with marketing and communications. Okay. So it's similar in nature to the uh, college program that there is a, a length of time on it, right? So yeah. I a six month window to get my foot into the door. Um, and as a married couple moving to Florida for this, I needed to make this work. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I knew that this is where I wanted to work and where we wanted to mm -hmm. live. Uh, and so I just took every opportunity to do the best job that I could do in the role, um, but also uh, just share my passion for the company because in the backstage roles, I think a lot of people on the, from the outside, they're like, well, do you, you don't make magic because you're not, you know, on stage. But the reality is, is we're the Roy's of the company, right? Um, the performers are the waltz out on stage and we're the Roy's and they, that pair needed the two of them to make it work. Right. Yeah. And so that was so important to me to make sure that was continued to be instilled as a backstage cast member around other backstage cast members. Um, and so I started working on some projects to get some of the floral and gifts items onto the websites that uh, we have that you can buy your tickets on and yeah. book your fast on. And through that opportunity, um, they actually asked if I wanted to join their digital team to help update that that content. So by you know just being in the right place, having amazing leaders to push me along the way, and just really doing the best job that I could possibly do. 
uh, it opened those other doors for me and got me to the roles that I'm in today. Awesome. And then one of them you after that, I think maybe you transitioned to do something with Disney Cruise Line, right? Yes. So uh, they brought me on to update the websites for Disney Cruise Line, uh, which was really exciting work. I it was definitely starting to move outside of that marketing. But I think that's what's really amazing with Disney is they notice the tools you have in your tool belt in your role and say, okay, we noticed Peyton can do this, this and this. She maybe hasn't done a few of these things, but we think we can teach her those things. Let's move her into that role. Mm -hmm. So I was updating all the content. I was working with a lot of partners to make sure um, all, everything was up to date on the website so that people could book their cruises. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of early mornings when you're updating content, as you can imagine, uh, when we have new releases, new cruises coming out. I was a part of that team. We had an on-call rotation mm -hmm. where I would, I would get a phone for a week um, to make sure that everything is up and running. But that's just how we make sure that things are always working here at Disney because yeah. our expect that things are going to work. So um, I learned so much in that experience. And in working with Disney Cruise Line, even though I moved over to work on the My Disney Experience app again, I'm now working on the Disney Cruise Line app. So again, things oh. sort of move full yeah. circle here at yeah. Disney and got me back to working on uh, the ships. What did you do for my Disney experience exactly? Proud husband. I just got to say something real quick. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. You did so great with the My Disney Experience app. In the app, you can open up your hotel room door at Disney. I don't yes. Know if you knew that. Of course. This is a feature. She Get did out of here. Tell, tell me about that. You, is that an Greg, idea you Greg had or you just thing, or implemented it? Greg has it? a thing about that. Greg has a so, thing about that. Um, I, at the time, I was a product analyst on the My Disney Experience app, focusing in the resort space. And yes, we built the, the digital key feature, um, but I'm just one of a, a, an entire team. So I always say that my job is to just tell people what to do, right? As a product manager, we come up with all of the requirements of what that feature should do. So, um, you know, making sure that that guest experience makes sense for somebody like a guest who's going to open their phone and try to use this. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I work with a whole team of developers and a whole team of designers who put it together and actually build it. Um, and I'm with them every step of the way. It's It was such an awesome journey. It was my first project and it really feels like you're, it's like, I always say, it's like, it's giving birth, right? You <laughs> know, on this project for a year, sometimes longer from um, concept to um, delivery and to finally be out in the resorts and to hear people, because there is a little sound if you have your sound on, mm -hmm. you're using, yeah. it's like, da -da -da -da, like pixie dust. Yeah. And I'll that around the resorts and mm -hmm. i'm like oh my gosh i worked with people who yeah. made it. So i go to the people and say my wife did that and they're like please don't talk to me sir <laughs> <laughs> you're like don't you want her autograph or at least her photo well i always do say that um you know that is my that's my autograph is mm -hmm. what we produce in the app and I, I share that with my team too because we should take great pride in what we put into the app space because it's even more so today in the environment we're in it's becoming and uh, an essential part of the guest um, experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we're in the park. No, my wife and I were in the park today, and you basically can't get a can't get a meal without using the My Disney Experience app because you got to do the mobile order. So, like, it is you yeah. basically can't currently visit Disney without using the app. Really, I mean, you just you need it. Which shameless plug for mobile order? I, that's probably my favorite feature. I did not work on that one, <laughs> but I just. When they came out with that, I was like, I'm mobile ordering everything, everything forever. Yes. It's so convenient. I mean, especially now it's, re it's required for the most part. But even before that, it was the best thing to do because not a lot. It wasn't really as widely used as it right. is now. Um, and I think what I the most is that it empowers our frontline cast members to have more interactions with guests instead of transactions with guests. Yeah. So they're having more of those magical moments. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh gosh, sure. got to write that down. Um, one like, last thing I, the app's fault. Don't be mad at me. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just this, your last role that I want to talk about Peyton comes with a little bit of a backstory. So you, as a listener out there, you may have heard of traditions before. So it is the, uh, program you go through when you become a cast member for the first time, or if it's been a while where you get to learn all about the traditions of Disney, which by the way is awesome. Um, I mean, I became a cast member in 2018, um, and so I was, in other words, I was a full adult, right? Like I was in my thirties 
and uh, cried. They, I hold. I have a question for you coming up in a minute about whether or not you know you're making people cry. But hold on. Um, but <laughs> Peyton was is awesome, and she applied to be a facilitator for that particular class, if you want to call it that particular uh, training session. And um, I've looked up the requirements and stuff, and what you need to do to to apply. And and I'm I think it's so cool that I'm speaking with someone who was chosen because I know that a lot of people apply and not everyone gets chosen. And I just want to hear a little bit about what it is about you that you think um, landed you in that role. And what do you love about standing in front of a group of like wide eyed first day cast member people that must be like such a heartwarming thing pretty much right. every time you do it? Yeah. Um, if there's anything that I hope that people see it's my passion for this company mm-hmm. and its legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we create happiness. That That is literally our mission statement mm-hmm. as a company. And um, as I mentioned, you know, sometimes being backstage, uh, you know, I, I even shared this in my audition that you, you sometimes feel like, is, is this a, how am I contributing, right? Yeah. Um, no one ever sees me. I don't get to see the guests, but I hear the, I get little moments where we get a letter from a guest saying, thank you so much for building digital key. I didn't have to walk my family all the way back to the front desk when we forgot our magic bands, you know, yep. and mm-hmm. that can change their whole vacation. Um, and so just reminding people that you are a part of that. Every single one of us is a mm-hmm. part of that magic. And I think the biggest part of traditions that I love so much is at the beginning, I totally thought it was, as you described, like, I'm going to get up there and I'm going to talk about me and how much I love Disney. And that's going to make you love Disney, right? But really, that day is about our new cast. And so it's that was a big transition for me is to think, this day is not about me. And we always talked about, okay, well, our, our guests, our cast, right, who come into the class, they come in with so many pennies. And you can only take so many pennies before they have none, right? Before they're spent, before they can't think about anything else, right? You can only have so many moments. So you have to be very choosy about how you wear things, how you craft the class, um, and be thoughtful about your audience so that they leave, you know, without spending so many pennies by like the first 30 minutes. Because as you know, it's an eight hour day. Oh, yeah. Um, And so it's it's more of a marathon than it is a sprint. So, um, and, and just the relationships I built through that, I've met so many amazing cast members who did roles that I didn't even know existed at the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a great, um, networking opportunity to, to just learn from others. And I know a lot of folks who came out of traditions, finding new career paths for them that they never knew were possible. So yeah. pretty incredible. And is that, you- now when you do traditions, is that a full-time job or is that like something you would do on the side of your full-time job? It's on the side. Um, so something that I needed uh, permission from my leadership, like I need their support, right? Yeah. yeah. That along with my role because it would pull me out of uh, my business unit. Right. And I, I taught about twice a month. I, I tried to keep it about that level um, just based on my other business needs, right? Um, but when I look back, I'm like, I, I wish I had done more, right? It, it's just every single class was special. Um every single group of cast members you just leave and you know they it's funny they're like oh they won't the teacher won't remember me but i would see people when i would go into the park as a guest they're like you taught my traditions class and of mm-hmm. course i remember right i only really got to teach like 24 or so it's right. not that many um so i you know you you really do treasure every single group of cast members That's a long period of time too <laughs> That's a long class. Um, yeah. Not to overstate traditions, but I'm literally getting goosebumps thinking about it. Okay. So um, <laughs> you mentioned about the, like the ideas and stuff you put into um, like crafting the sessions. And I joked about how I need to know whether or not y'all know that you're trying to make people cry because, and I don't really like spoiling the, the big moments of the traditions classes, but like, obviously you probably know you're going to see a few clips of like Disney stuff, right? And there are a few in there where they just show, uh, you know, guests and their Disney experience. And they basically, it's what I call like the Christmas shoes of videos where it's that, that song for like, it's designed to make you emote. And I have to, I just, you must see people like crying, right? I was I the only one crying in these classes. Or... It's just you, Greg. They're like this guy. Oh my God. I, I always thought that I was like a professional tissue hander outer at yeah. some versions of the class, but you know, I, 
I think that's what makes it so special is we are given full permission to be authentic in that room. And the people in the room feel that when you're being authentic. And I, there are many, many days where I was crying in class because you'd start to tell a story, you know, bridging off of one of those Christmas shoes videos. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't hide that, you know, if I'm organically feeling that that's what I'm feeling. And, um, I think that just goes to show about the authenticity of this company and, and how much, um, we truly believe in creating happiness. You know, it's, it's something so much bigger than, I I think you mentioned it, right? Like some people would look at, oh, well, food and beverage. No, it's, it's Mm -hmm. Disney, right? You're here. Disney. You're wearing that name tag. That yeah. means something. Yep. And every role here is truly a starring role. So um, if they walk away feeling that, then um, even if with a few extra tears, then we we, did, we definitely did our job. Oh my gosh. So what you're saying is your job is to make people cry. That's what I'm, that's my takeaway, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. And now it turns out that off the clock, so to speak, you're doing something for a cast that might wind up making them cry, but happy tears because you all have launched the cards for cast, so obviously we all know that there's been a lot of layoffs going around or a lot of uncertainty surrounding certain roles and not everyone even really knows, even if they haven't gotten the call yet, if they're going to get the call. So I think it's so cool that um, you all are doing these cards for cast. So if you want to just tell us a little bit about what the cards for cast is, how it came about and how's it going? Yeah, so um, it, jumping off of that traditions point, right? The, the magic is our cast. I mean, that's why we spend eight hours in a day um, making sure they're set up for success. And so um, the magic doesn't leave them if they have to leave the company during this um, unfortunate time. And I I was just thinking, you know, I I know things are uncertain for all of us. I've been thinking of ways that I can give back to the community I love so much. And unfortunately, monetarily isn't really a a good option for us right now, as it is a lot of people. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of folks who just are hurting right now, but I know that a card can make someone's day. And so we were literally, I was sitting in the car waiting for you um, to come out of an appointment. And I was like, I, how can I help? Well, I know that I like when I get cards in the mail. So <laughs> yeah. it would be cool if we like got together some volunteers to send some cards for cast members and maybe we'll call it cards for cast. I don't know. <laughs> The volunteers um, came pouring in. So did. many Never. people want to get involved. Cast, not cast, friends, family. Everyone yeah. wants to help because for how much these cast members mean to everyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've had folks um, donate their cards that they like. They own a um, like a small business making cards. They've donated cards. They've donated postage so that our volunteers can send cards. Uh, it's just been incredible. And it's really been a grassroots initiative. I I, I don't have anything fancy. I've got just a Facebook page at cards for cast and we've got a google form that you can fill out um, whether you want to be a volunteer or uh, if you know someone that would like to receive a card you would select send a card and um, we just need to know their their name their address and then just like a little bit about the cast member so that we can write something personal Mm-hmm. Uh, all of our volunteers do go through um, a vetting process where they do have to sign a waiver. So we're making sure we're being very secure with mm-hmm. the um, data that we have about these cast members. But it's been funny because I don't know how many of my friends know that I've been working on this, which I, I kind of like because yeah. I've been scrolling through um, Instagram stories and seeing people receive their cards and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I take screenshots, yeah. I send it to the volunteers, send it to them. Um, and some of them have started up like a pen pal relationship with oh, their cast members. Awesome. Yeah, it, I think it's really exciting to be able to create a relationship with people, um, you know, that is, is so much bigger than just this pandemic and this and yeah. this crazy time that we're in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my wife, Nicole, is a volunteer. She got her two cards out in the mail earlier in the week. And I, I, helped, I helped a little, I mean, I very small role in helping make one of the cards because we have a, a cricket machine. Right? There we go. That's the way to put it. Um, and just as a reminder, it doesn't cost you anything. If you want to send someone, uh, send a cast member a card, you, the person who was wishing to have it sent, doesn't cost you anything. That's all uh, taken care of. Um, we, we will put the information in the description of this episode so that people can easily just click over to your account and to the Facebook uh, and the form and stuff if they want to uh, very easily just submit someone's name. And of course, we need an address. You'll need an address. Otherwise, how do you send them a card? So you'll need to know that person's address. So 
um, on behalf of cast members and uh, and volunteers, other maybe spouse to a volunteer. Thanks so much for the work that you do because it's off the clock, right? This is in addition to your regular. 40 plus hour a week I'm sure that you're doing for Disney so thank you and I hope that um, you at least know that so many people are appreciative getting those cards and it's nice just to know I think that someone's thinking about them I think that's like what we all kind of need yeah it's it's I mean it's really our pleasure it's a it's a it's a passion project and these are people that we care about and yeah think of all that they give us this is a thank you for the endless magic they give us the holidays the weekends the late nights um you know our cast members give a lot to this community and we want them to know that we care yeah and okay speaking of passion projects john sir you had a jungle cruise basically in your pool so i need to know a little bit about how you even get there mentally to think you wake up one day and you think i could just i just want i want i want to be a skipper in my pool today so please just walk me through that and 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 also do people think you're crazy go ahead uh yes people definitely think we're crazy okay uh so i really enjoy doing projects i really like projects and once the quarantine really started rolling and we're locked in and you're afraid to go to the grocery store i'm i was bounced i was going crazy i was going crazy in our house i cleaned everything <laughs> everything looked great our yard looked fantastic <laughs> sure, the grass was like perfect like everything was great i'm like I'm losing it. I'm you absolutely were out there with the scissors. You were like the guy <laughs> yeah. with the actual scissors. Trim, pruning your bushes. Yeah. Time. One blade. I would come out of my office. I'm like, are you doing okay out here? <laughs> like, well, I've turned this one bush into a daisy duck. Close enough. Yeah. Close Make enough. Making your own topiaries. Oh goodness. But it was, I, I was just going crazy. And uh, someone in the very, very beginning, someone did a homemade Disney. I think it, it was a family out in California and they did a Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember that. Amazing. It was the pirates out there. It wasn't our version. Yes. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then it just. Because then someone started. did a splash, right? Someone, someone did a splash mountain. People were doing like everything. Just they were, it was, it was so cool yeah. just to see online. So I ran it by Peyton. I was like, what do you think? And she's like, well, the, the most stuff we have, we're very big Haunted Mansion fans. Yes. Okay. We have Haunted we Mansion everything favorite attraction so we're like we're gonna do the haunted mansion so we did this little small video and people started sharing it like crazy and we're like well you know you don't do it for the likes you don't do it for the shares but you want to like make people laugh and like a scary time this is like way back in the spring where everyone you know yeah we were all locked in and then the second one was i'm like let's go a little bit bigger so I thought Jungle Cruise. We have the pool. We've been laying out by the pool like every day because, you know, it's all fenced in and stuff. And yeah. also just to be safe and stay home. And we, we paddleboard um, okay. all the time. So yeah. we have like a nine foot and a 10 foot paddleboard. I pumped. I blow those up. Made them <laughs> throw it in the pool. It takes up the entire pool. And I'm like, well, I got some scrap wood in the garage and I make a Jungle Cruise boat canopy. Um, it's actually an old, uh, curtain from our first apartment is the, is the top and I cut it all up. I'm like, we're not using this. It's fine. It's not up. And, uh, it just sort of took off. And as a former jungle cruise skipper, it's like riding a bike. You just, yeah, you already knew what to say. I knew what to say. And I had all the props We're a very big, uh, jungle cruise tiki room, uh, trader Sam's fans. So we had, again, a lot of the props from barrels to jungle cruise signs, a ton of, greenery bushes and stuff and we put together our very own jungle cruise out of control and you called it the quarantine queen if i remember correctly yes it's still in our backyard it's still in our backyard (laughs) actually not in the pool now a new prop in the yard new prop in the yard it's like it's like uh the the old backlot tour exactly you just stick it in the front and that's what you hand out candy out of this oh that would be good yes there we go i I like that our roommate at the time, and I'm I'm trying to drive this boat. Oh, <laughs> think the GoPro. Yeah, and, and so it was just it was uh, it was something. It got crazy, and then one night we're we're on a Zoom call actually with our family playing a game night, and someone's like, "You're on America's Funniest Home Videos." We're like, "Wait, we what?" And they said, "Yeah, they're doing a quarantine edition of America's Funniest Home Videos, and your video is up." And we're like, we didn't even, we didn't even know. know. <laughs> I don't know if we just, You're like, great. Tell them to send my check to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. pay bill to uh, I'm st- apparently there's a free t-shirt. We still haven't seen that. So I don't know, I don't know about know. that. What? Yeah. I'm kind of mad about this. Where is the t-shirt? If you're going to use my stuff. 
I'm, I'm saying getting dirt. I don't even know who to call about it, but <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, by I'm the way, you I you've you've made me up. think of a future idea for you. So um hopefully we don't have more like complete shutdowns where you feel like you need to create attractions in your backyard but let's just say over time you continue this passion of doing some diy attractions or things at the end of it let's call it your retirement tour your your farewell tour you could do a a new version of a backlot tour just around your prop yard of all of these things that you did you can charge money don't charge us though because this was our idea but you can charge money for everyone else and uh, (laughs) And you would say, it. and there's the boat that I made for the Jungle Cruise Quarantine Queen. In 2020. From Carousel of Progress yes. and Festival of the Lion King over right. here on the right. Y'all oh. do have a lot of amazing props yeah. in your house. Like, well, And that's what's so interesting about it is I think that as hard as this time has been, a lot of people have have learned how to parallel path, right? Find that other passion that they have that they didn't even know was within them. And that has been some of these projects for you. And so some of these props and a lot of these things that you've made, um, you know, you've been able to turn into a little bit of a, a side hustle here. And he started yeah. making pumpkin wreaths, um, <laughs> yeah. all kinds of things now that have really um, taken off. So it's, it's clear that there's a talent there. And Oh, yeah, for sure. yeah. Thank you. There's there's 24 Christmas wreaths on my table going to be oh my something. I, Hobby Lobby does not have any Christmas wreaths. Now. Yeah. Oh my so gosh! Go go to Michael's. They're so like, that guy's back again. <laughs> yeah, I think they I'm say sure. that. he always comes in with that 50 percent off coupon. That's <laughs> that coupon. I never go without a coupon. You always got to get the coupon. So John, you've proven you're handy, right? Mm-hmm. But now we're going to put you to a different test. Right. And since you've both blindly agreed to playing a game, <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna do it. So if you're ready, the name of the game is called "Finish the Line." So what we're gonna do is uh, we have a couple of clips of sound that are either the shaf- the safety spiel of a ride, so pre-show audio, or just general attraction audio, and it's gonna be up to you to finish the line. Are we okay. cool? Are we cool with what the concept of the game is? And we get it. So we'll, we'll go back and forth. So you'll know when it's your turn. And if there is a tie, we do have a tiebreaker. Um, so if you're ready, I think it's time. I'm sweating. Shit, Peyton's sweating. That means it's time to play. Finish that line. I think we could call it a That Park Live Podcast exclusive game because I don't know if it exists anywhere else, but who cares? That's right. So we've got some clips of audio. So if you're ready, I think it's time to start. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, uh, we'll let John go first. All right. Since that's how I have it in my notes. Okay. I mean, I feel like this first one, if they don't get it, it's going to be really sad. Okay. Yeah, this is true. But based on uh, your our previous coverage. Okay. Here's your first. Oh, by the way, no hints. Just got to finish the line. And uh, new rule I'm making right now. You have about three seconds to finish it. Okay, here you go. Our tour begins here in this gallery. Here where you see paintings of some of our guests as they appeared in their corruptible. Mortal state. That is correct. That was Correct. Too. He was, was very like, confident that's about that. All right, Peyton, just take a deep breath, relax. It'll be okay. It's gonna be okay. Okay. All right. Your first one is this. Have a nice ride. Hi, Sal. It's me. Listen, I'm gonna need a bigger car. Make it a stretch. In fact, make it a super stretch. That is correct. All right, wait a minute. Know? I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. I love that idea. And then with the like five fingers now because it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes me so angry. Don't make me sudden. Um, <laughs> all right, John, your next one is this. I'd like to dedicate this next number to my girl. Uh, she has the most beautiful purple eyes. All six of them. She has almost perfect eyesight, too. 2019? 20, oh, this 20, is tough. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to do it to you. Ooh, sunny. Eclipse. It is sunny eclipse, but I'm. I'm. I'm being a real stickler. So you didn't have enough. You didn't have enough twenties in your answer because it didn't match the number of eyes in the in the thing. Man, boy, I feel Listen. like I just had to bring the hammer down on you. I'm so sorry. Um, I would not have gotten any of that because I was literally like, I don't know what this is. Sunny eclipse. That's how much I've sat in cosmic rays. Oh my gosh, I'm there once a week. Um, we know we see the burger every time. Twenty twenty. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um. All right, Peyton. These are, by the way, if you didn't notice, increasing in difficulty as we as we go through here. Okay. Uh. Next one for you, Peyton. This unknown Egyptian pounding reeds flat is inventing papyrus, a sort of paper. Papyrus. 
Paris in turn creates better record keeping of plans, designs, and unfortunately, taxes. Oh, correct. Oh, oh, Peyton's officially good. in the lead. No pressure, John. Shout out to Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> She listens, Dame. by the way. She's a huge fan of the show. Excuse me. Dame Judy Dan. Yeah. That's my girl. <laughs> um, hopefully everyone knows I'm joking. She really doesn't listen. There's no way she would listen to this. Okay. Greg, you don't have to say it, okay? Gosh. <laughs> People know. All right. Uh, your last one, John, is this. So, as you can plainly see, imagination works the best when it's set free. You said it, Doc. Imagination is the... Last. Correct. <laughs> All right. It's tied up. Two to two. So, Peyton, if you get this, you win. If you don't get it, we'll go into the tiebreaker tie situation. No pressure. No, no pressure. pressure. Right. But simultaneously, a lot of pressure. Here you go. Hollywood, 1939. Amid the glitz and the glitter of a bustling young movie town at the height of its golden age, the Hollywood Tower Hotel was... Oh. You know oh. it. <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> All right. Well, we did tie, but John, I feel like I have to let you just say what, what is it, it is. It was it. It's a star in his own right. Yes, a star in its yes. own right. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So for this tiebreaker one, um, whoever raises your hand. So everyone listening at home, I will be honest and who raised their hand first. Um, once you know the end of this line. I have the great honor of introducing the one, the only, Mister Mickey Mouse. Welcome to my. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, he got his hand up. Welcome to my park. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh. That is correct. So, congratulations, then. His favorite show was his tiebreaker question, officially making him the current only champion of Finish the Line. This is the first time we're playing this game. So, there he is. I just want to take a second and say I think this is my favorite game. That oh, we've done. okay. So. We've got some games. I think this one might be. I love inventing uh, games, and this one was like, you know what? He does. I feel like I know all these safety spiels and stuff. And like, tell them what your real dream is. What is your real dream? I don't know. What's my real dream? To be a game show host. I think I do want to be a game show host. It turns out, (laughs) I have gotten, I've gotten to do it like through. Before I worked for Disney, I was a, a trainer for a payroll company. Super exciting, but. I was able to make games out of it, and we often were able to uh, to host some things. And I loved I loved the review for our assessments because I would make them at the Jeopardy games, and that's really where I had all my fun. Because it's like it. exciting when people get things right, but then when they get it wrong, you like really like to dig in, like just <laughs> really rub it in their face, you know? I mean, it is nice to play this sound. I'll be honest; it's like it's being on the prices right. Well, anyway, well, our next party game, so you should you should definitely feel honored I, by that. I love Ooh. I love games so. Anyway, we've been chatting so much with the both of you. So thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah. Truly, thank you for all of the information you shared. Again, I will put information about how to send out cards for the Cards to Cast program that you're uh, heading up there, Peyton. Again, thank you for that. And uh, where can everyone follow you on Instagram? I'm Peyton Meets World. <laughs> I'm John underscore Meets World. <laughs> all right. And, and I'll put you that have information. Account too, don't yeah. you? Couple, couple meets world. Yeah, we're yeah. just starting that one. Couple yeah. underscore meets world, and we'll be sharing more of our uh, travel adventures as well as um, some of our couple meets world creations, which have really, again, some of those things that have come out of this quarantine time. Yeah. Nice, awesome. Do you guys have any uh, trips scheduled as of right now? Uh, we're going to be heading back home for uh, Christmas with the family, but we're looking in the new year. For thinking Colorado, head towards the Grand Canyon, Lodeper, grab the dogs, and hit That's the road. Uh, oh does your Airstream have a name, by the way? It does. We call it the Spirit of Adventure. Oh. In honor. We'll be up. You guys are precious. And, uh, <laughs> I have a friend that just brought, she just bought a camper, and I, it's Jen Drennan. Jen oh. Drennan, they oh. just bought one, and they were trying to, like, name it. So I was like, uh, she was like, what's the etiquette? Do I name it like I'm naming a person, or do I name it like I'm naming a boat? And I was like, like a person mostly but whatever it's whatever you want it to be whatever you want whatever you want i don't know what they landed on so but that made me think of it because i'm like it's their airstream has to have a name everyone has absolutely so yeah so you can keep your eyes peeled for the spirit of adventure on their instagram page and and just to make it easy i'll put that information too in the description of this episode again thank you so much for joining us we got the rest of our uh dog and pony show here to finish up but that's all that's all for you guys so again thanks thanks for joining us Thank you both. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Greg, so much. It was great talking to you guys. Same. 
Before we jump into our news, um, I do want to I'm mention. Gonna, I'm gonna need a minute. I'm just gonna need. You, know, you got a minute to cool off I'm of the uh, John Payton t- chat. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to mention our uh, special partner Stephanie over at World Traveler Trading mm-hmm. Co. Um, I did get a sample today um, that I was able to uh, take over to Magic Kingdom and take a, a couple of pictures that I know she's going to want to post at some point. But I did get a little sneak peek of um, the upcoming Christmas key fobs, and they're awesome, of course. And I did have some Halloween ones. So if you want to uh, go ahead and shop over at World Traveler Trading Co., you'll see a link in the description of this episode. And you can use our special code, That Park Life, to save a little bit of money on your purchase. That Park Life. That park life. All right, I guess it's time for some news. Yeah, I just want y'all to know that Greg said we had to hurry up because he's hungry. <laughs> hey, I'm okay. It's time for my frozen yogurt dessert time. I okay. mean, I'm just being real with our people. Okay, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you. Not sugarcoating. Okay, let's talk about some news. All right, I don't have any. Do you? Gorsh. Um, I have one quick thing to mention because the farts are returning. The Festival of the Arts is, in fact, returning. Officially announced today, the day we're recording this, um, the Festival of the I'm sorry, the International Festival of the Arts is returning to Epcot January eighth through February twenty second. Nice. And I'm excited. It's I great like because a- I have my farts shirt, my Festival of the Arts mm-hmm. shirt, which I love wearing, but you can't really wear it outside of the festival because then it just looks offensive. Whereas when you're there, it's like, oh, it's part of the joke. Oh, I feel like you could wear it all the time and I people know. would be like, oh, because that's because the people that know about the festivals, like they'll know. Well, they'll it's timely. Like, it's nice. You don't want to overdo it. it so is. it's nice to dust it off. Have um, you ever gotten um, Have you ever gotten dirty looks when you've been wearing that shirt? No, I, like, most of the time it's the cast members who laugh and say like, I like your shirt because um, yeah. they like they get it right. They're like they're fully, you know, locked in, logged into the to the joke. Getting the stink eye because your shirt says fart. <laughs> well, it's got the figment tail, like people. Know. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. Uh, it, we'll see. You'll see it. I'll post a photo of it. But it does actually say Festival of the Arts on it. So it just does. in case people get confused. But it's it is returning. We are getting a return of the Animation Academy, some workshops, galleries, of course, the food booths, and uh, no word on whether or not the Disney on Broadway is returning. I mean, they might. I don't know because they're still doing the uh, performances over there in the um, in that pavilion at the at the theater there, yeah. with uh, the mariachi band and someone else. I can't think of the top of my head. They've the, got some the jammers uh, are there. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if uh, if the Disney Broadway returns. No news yet. Sweet. That's only the only nugget I got. Yeah, I uh, the only nugget I didn't really have a nugget. We were just talking about how they have basically announced that disneyland is still postponed gosh it's it's maybe until summer undetermined year, to be so, determined yeah, maybe in the year 2046 so if you're wanting to know when are they going to reopen right now it might be in the summer of 2021 it could be we'll see um let's go back in time for some disney history what you got <laughs> <laughs> sorry i wanted to hear that part what does she have um, she has an interlude <laughs> I'm going back to 2000. Uh, the new FastPass booths open at the Haunted Mansion. Oh. This is the 20th anniversary. Like, I was thinking about that. I'm like, I feel old. The FastPass things at the Haunted Mansion are 20 years old. Oh, my gosh. I don't feel like it was that long ago, but I guess it was. And if you're really cool and you have the Haunted Mansion magic bands and you go up and you, like, scan it, yeah. it does the... It makes all the cool sounds. I gotta get those are that's a surprise and delight magic band. It really is. It truly is. What do you have? I'm gonna take us back to 1989 at Epcot when Body Wars opens up. So they consider this the first thrill ride of the park. If you're wondering oh what Body Wars is, Which maybe makes the, me laugh. <laughs> I mean, it is basically a copy Star of Star, Star Tours. The adventure the continues. Body. Um, over at uh, Hollywood Studios. But at, the difference, though, is that instead of careening through the galaxy, the cosmos, you're uh, shrunk and you go into the human bloodstream and you learn a little bit. This was in the Wonders of Life Pavilion, which is, at least at last advertisement, supposed to be the play pavilion. Obviously, that might be on a little bit of a pause or a yeah. delay for everything else that's going on with the construction property-wide. But this is where I learned what blood cells allegedly look like, I think. <laughs> yep. Uh, you learn a lot about life, let's say, at the Wonders of Life Pavilion, especially that's over true. at the Making of Me. But that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> I was trying to remember because that is one of my only 
like memories from that pavilion, like like that whole area. Really, a lot of Epcot was Body Wars. Oh my gosh! But weird. I was trying to remember like all the stuff that they went over. I'm like, don't they do something with like antibiotics and stuff? And I don't know. It's I all should, weird. We should thing. watch a. Uh, I should pull up a YouTube. There's got to be of that. something on YouTube. I'm sure that. there is. Uh, before I get to our quote to end our episode today. Um, again, to keep your eyes peeled for next week, we do our Haunting of Walt Disney World and then 100th episode after that. Lots of giveaways happening there. If you want to follow us on Instagram to make sure you're a part and, you're ac- and you have access to the giveaways, we are on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast. And my personal account is at The Disney Greg. And I'm at The Healthy Hot Mess. You can always head over to thatparklifepodcast.com too. Um, if you want more information and there will be ways to enter the contest there as well as we get closer to our 100th episode. Again, you can follow Peyton and John, um, on Instagram. We'll put their information in this episode description as well. And as always, we like to end the episode with a Disney character quote, or sometimes a Walt Disney himself quote today. We do in fact have a quote from a Disney character. I guess if you want to call him a Disney character, I I wouldn't say this person gets quoted a lot. This is from the peddler in the opening of Aladdin, voiced by what's-his-face, Robin Williams. What? Excuse me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, That's uh, the problem with Disney, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) He says, quote, like so many things, it's not what's outside, but what's inside that counts. That's how I approach life and also how I approach cupcakes. So with that, I think... I think that's uh, all everything I wanted to mention today. Well, the you, only other thing I wanted to mention that I forgot to talk about in the beginning was, guys, if you're listening to this podcast the day that it releases, The Witches is out. What is that? Is that an HBO show? The New Witches. You don't remember the movie The Witches from the 80s? No. I really don't know what you're talking about. Greg, okay. First of all, you need to go watch that. The new one with Anne Hathaway. Oh. Is coming, like, it just is It's on out. HBO Max, right? Did I hear that? Yes. Did I, okay. Yes, and I can't wait. Well, now we all have homework. We got to go out there and watch The Witches, (laughs) and maybe we can all use Beth's HBO Max login. All right. Bye, everybody.